0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Hi, this is Evan, and you're listening to Damsels in Detroit on Podcast Detroit. Hey y'all, so we are on episode nine of Damsels in Detroit. And this episode is gonna be really cool because lately I've been seeing a lot of talk about bras on Twitter. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Lee Paget of Busted Bra Shop, and as you guys know, I'm going to read a little bit about her before we hop into our questions. So Lee Paget has been a serial entrepreneur since elementary school. She's best known for her entrepreneurial experience over the past 15 years as the owner and operator of Busted Bra Shop, Cafe Detroit, and EatDetroit.com. Lee was a top 10 finalist in the Hatch Detroit contest, and although she did not win, she was so encouraged by the Detroit women that were eager for a bra shop in the city. After five and a half years in business, Busted Bra Shop expanded from one to three stores, with two in Detroit and one in Chicago. Lee's experiences as an entrepreneur have been plentiful, and she works hard to encourage and coach other women in the city to start their own businesses as well. Hi, Lee. Hi, Evan. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Like I said before, I'm really excited about this talk because we all need bras, you guys. (laughs) So why not have an expert here? To talk, tell us all about them. Why, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Boobs are important. They are. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to hop right in. So my first question for you is that you consider yourself to be a serial entrepreneur. So how old were you when you first started your, when you started your first business and what was that business?
0: You know, I would uh, work around the neighborhood doing different odd jobs for people mm-hmm. um, and, It was fun for me to say, okay, well, I have to go babysit or take care Mm -hmm. of someone's cat or work in the yard or collect cans. So I always had um, a side hustle going. As a kid, my dad wasn't into buying me lots of clothes. He's like, you could just have that hand me down from so-and-so. And (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm, no. Right. Yeah. So I was like, what if I make my own money? Mm -hmm. Then I could do my own thing? He's like, absolutely. I can't stop you from that. Right. So yeah, that that was my thing.
1: So why do you think that that entrepreneurial bug bit you so hard? Like, what was it? What do you feel like it is about your personality or about yourself that's like, I have to be an entrepreneur?
0: Well, the people around me who I really looked up to and loved were always doing something, either playing and singing in a bar or, you know, um, uh, my grandparents on both sides uh, ran liquor.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> During Prohibition, so they had their side hustle. There, well, one did it really well; <laughs> one didn't. But they had, um, they also had sawmills. Okay, so they ran they ran their own businesses in in that way, uh, as well as having uh, regular jobs. And um, my mother's dad was an antiquer. Oh, wow. And he also did the auctions, the live auctions, so mm-hmm. he could speak really fast. He was a oh, wow. live auctioneer. What a skill. I was skill. fascinated by him mm-hmm. as, a, as a little girl. So I think I just wanted to make my own way. You know, you're always told that if you want to do something, you do it yourself. Right. And I was, I even would type other people's papers in school, anything <laughs> to, I was like, oh, wait, I want that prom dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Anything to do, anything to make some extra money.
0: Yeah. And to have it for myself. Yeah. You know, I I was never the kid that was like, hey, dad, can Mm -hmm. I have some money? Because if I did, he'd be like, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You already knew what was coming. There was
0: no reason to even ask.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just did it yourself. So you're originally from Alabama. So how did you make that move from down south to Detroit? And was it, you know, a little bit of a shock? Because it's cold here.
0: I was in the Navy be- between then, All right. so mm-hmm. it wasn't a shock. I'd lived in Maine. Okay. Yeah. I'd lived in a place that was really cold mm-hmm. and really desolate. So, no, this wasn't, this wasn't that big deal. But I just – high school and middle school was in Mobile, Alabama, down on the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. I do miss it. I miss the food and the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but being in Detroit, you know, is – is wonderful. We we got here from my husband's job. Okay. Um, and I we've moved here in the early two thousands, uh, because he was assigned to work here. Okay. Um, we ended up moving to to Europe and back to the coast in the south. And I just kept waking up and saying, I really want to go back to Detroit. I miss the city. I miss the culture. Mm-hmm. I miss the people and they need bras. And so we moved back here the second time, um two eleven. Mm-hmm uh with a kid in tow this time and um on purpose i mean yeah. this is this is what we really wanted to do so he's able to work uh in his own office and out of uh, you know he, he's got a lot more flexibility with his position but yeah detroit was detroit draws you in yeah and um the people the soul of it mm-hmm. you know they draw you back best some of the best friends
1: ever are up I believe here yeah. Yeah. yeah i love detroit people i just feel like we're so different and i feel like somebody said to like, oh, Detroit is like the south, but just north.
0: <laughs> Without the right so hot kind. sauce. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned that you were in the Navy. So what was that experience like? And do you feel like the skills that you learned there that you still implement them in your everyday life now?
0: Absolutely. The, the Navy was a wonderful place to be. I was 21 when I went into boot camp mm-hmm. and um, had never been super athletic, um, you know, people underestimated me in that and I underestimated uh, myself. And so when I finally realized if I put my mind to something, I can do it mm-hmm. uh, and I can work as a team. I, you know, never had worked as a, as a team growing up as, as a female in the schools that I was in, we didn't have a lot of big teams that you worked on. Okay. We didn't do a lot of group projects. So the Navy is all about that, but you can also really do well mm-hmm. uh, on your own. If you do the you know, there's, you You know the rules, you know the steps to success mm-hmm. in the military. And I kind of dug that,
1: yeah, my um, dad. um, he was in the army, too, and he talks about kind of that having to like everybody depends on everybody. So if you mess something up, that's like punishment for everybody else. So he's like, it really teaches you how to be accountable, yeah, so
0: you become you do become part of a machine, but you also have individuality. it's 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 a weird place to it's hard to explain. It's mm-hmm. a strange place to be. It was very rewarding um i do believe that i take those skills on you also learn to button up the basics okay if you can button up your basics then you can do all other things because you're not having to worry about your home your clothes what you're going to eat button those all up for yourself have that all taken care of that's a stress you don't have to to deal with Mm -hmm. and you can work on other stuff
1: okay that makes sense i never thought to like Go to the military i don't I just know myself, and I'm like, I don't think I would do that great, but I feel like people don't really talk about it as much now they don't it, it it's you can do anything
0: in the military, yeah. you can do in the civilian world mm-hmm. cooking, anything. nursing. Yeah. Singing. Yeah. There's there's people who are in the choir, the Navy choir Marine Corps choir. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's people who are painters. Yeah. There's people
1: who are engineers.
0: Mm -hmm. You
1: know, anything
0: you can do in the civilian world, you can do in the military.
1: And do the people that are like not in the field, do they still have to go through like that basic training to. okay. Yep. <laughs> Nobody is exempt. Nope. No,
0: you have to go through the basics. You've got to learn the basics. Yeah. You have
1: to learn how to be
0: in the military first. Okay. It's it's what six to nine weeks. Mm-hmm. You
1: can do anything for six to nine weeks. I thought it was longer than that. I don't know why.
0: Well, the Navy. Okay, that's the only one I really have
1: experience with. Experience. With. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: Navy and and it's. I loved it. I did. Okay, And I'll talk about it with anybody. If you mm-hmm. have young people that want to talk about going in the military, I'll come and talk to you, yeah, because I did. I loved it. and it's served me well, and it's giving me something in common with people that I
1: meet every day. okay. Hmm. Good to know. Um, so you started busted over five years ago. So how did you get the idea? And then what was that process like from ideation to actually having a physical store?
0: Everybody's going to have their own journey in entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. right? So one of the things that happened in the early 2000s, we had a coffee shop called Cafe Detroit. Every morning, people would walk in, and they had a complaint about their bra. And I was your coffee person, so they would tell me anything. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And it kind of sunk in when I would have... Real estate agents, judges, doctors, uh, every walk of life that walked through that coffee shop come in. Oh my god, my bra is so uncomfortable. I can't, don't want to go shopping. Mm-hmm. This broke. I had a judge that was like, "Do you have a bread tie? You know, the, the little tie that yeah. goes around the the plastic packaging." Uh-huh. And I did. And I saw her take her bra out and fix oh, it, girl. <laughs> and I was like, Uh, "What are you doing?" <laughs> she said, "I don't have time to go to a bra shop because it takes me forty five minutes to get there.
1: Oh, then yeah. Then I have
0: to wait for her to to get into the fitting, Mm -hmm. and then I have to drive back home. Right, And by that time, I've been gone for four hours. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. And she said, and I can't buy it offline Mm -hmm. because it will never fit. So I'm dealing with this until I have a few days off on a vacation. I can go to a bra shop. And I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So you you come up with what's the pain, right? Mm -hmm. What is the thing that's lacking in that area and that society? Okay, this is what was lacking in my little world. Um, So start looking at the statistics Started uh, traveling, going into bra shops, just becoming really curious. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed, I guess, would be the word for yeah. it. Uh, and you should see my husband. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we have to go to this bra shop. Look at that. We have to go in. We talk research. to people. He's like, I'm going to stay in the car. Um, and then he got into the engineering part because he's an mm-hmm. engineering. He's like, well, we could design it. Don't want to go there. I will vend it. <laughs> So we just wrote the we we wrote out a plan. Okay. And then I looked and saw that my friend who owns Hugh, mm-hmm. which is um a furniture and housing store uh in Midtown mm-hmm. and uh Joe Post is the gentleman's name who has that and and he had been in the in the hatch contest, hatch okay. Detroit. And we said, That's it. That's what we'll do. Because mm-hmm. we've got to raise some money. Right. Right there. So when we moved back, we moved back to the city and I just had this crazy plan. I got a small job, and um, then I joined the Hatch Contest. Mm-hmm. We did not win. Okay. Which, okay. Mm-hmm. which you know, you think, I'm not going to do this now. Right. Nobody loves me. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't quite true. People kept, hey, I voted for you. I'm so sorry you didn't win, mm-hmm. but I still need you to open because my bras are horrible. Yeah. So I went to the building I was in, and that I was living in, and mm-hmm. said, have you got a small office for me? And they did, and they charged me a few dollars mm-hmm. a month. And I said, okay, this is 200 square feet. I know some vendors, and I started bugging them. I have started bugging manufacturers. They don't want to talk to you if you don't have a store already. So okay. how do you get a store started if you don't have a store already? Right? You got to bug them. Tell them that you're legit. Give them some kind of credentials, right? And so finally, this one woman came to see me because she was tired of me bugging her company mm-hmm. for six months. <laughs> And she realized I knew a little bit about the industry. Okay. And I had worked in a bra shop at one point. Okay. So, um, I convinced two companies to send me some bras, and I was in this little office, and I didn't have any money. <laughs> for anything else so i took the boxes that the bras came in and i flipped them over okay and i put some fake leather some pleather okay on top and i displayed the most colorful bras i could mm-hmm. and i took pictures and i went online and said i made i've got some bras you guys <laughs> say you want some bras here's some and people started making appointments with me nice and i would get a bra and i'd buy two and i'd sell another bra and i'd buy two okay I'd, Went like that. And one girl came to me and she said, you need an employee.
1: Mm-hmm. I, like, I can't
0: afford an employee. She's like, you'll be able to afford an employee. I will be here tomorrow. Uh, okay. I was like, <laughs> okay, pushy much. Um, So she did and we kept selling more bras. So the, the building said there's this other space right next to you mm-hmm. that's a storage unit. Uh, We'll turn it into a, a space. It used to be a hair salon. Okay. I'm like, cool. So we went over. We filled up about... sixth of the space was Mm -hmm. what we had i started borrowing furniture from friends (laughs) seriously and other entrepreneurs there's a a wonderful woman named rachel lutz Mm -hmm. and she owns the peacock room oh okay yeah and and yama um and frida she owns those three stores Mm -hmm. and she said hey i've got a couple things you're gonna need them and she helped me and she brought down um, forms you know mannequins mm-hmm. she's like just use those it'll be fine i'll send people down to you i love that she was really she reached out and she really helped there's an artist out of ann arbor named valerie and she said i have some furniture that you could sell in the store but use it
1: okay for displays." yeah
0: really okay so there was there's a community that came together of female entrepreneurs to help mm-hmm. um a couple of um journalists you know, said, oh, my gosh, I absolutely adore this. A- Amy Heimerl, she's a local author. Mm-hmm. And she said, I have a friend who's a journalist in uh, New York. So, like, two years into it, I ended up on the front page of the business part of the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just women talking and getting together. So there was an energy. And that's how we kind of got started and got bigger and grew this great inventory. And now we have 14 employees. Yay! That's but awesome. Did I still get scared. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, are we going to – yeah, we make it. And we do – We're doing good work. Now we're at Jefferson and Chalmers. Mm -hmm. We're out of our original space. Yeah. New landlords came in. We won't talk about that. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And... Just know that we are open and we didn't close. Okay. And then we're open also in Cadillac Place, Mm -hmm. uh, right across from the Fisher in uh, the State Building.
1: I drive past the one on Jefferson all the time, and I actually literally need to go (laughs) in. Seven days a week. Okay, Seven
0: days a week. Yeah, that is so
1: hard to to find, too, because I normally, well, I started going to Bravo, but just when you live in the city, it just having to drive outside of the city sometimes, like you said, is just... I don't feel like it. <laughs> and they do great
0: work over there too yeah absolutely yeah
1: they really open my eyes to a lot of things like I was putting my bra on incorrectly I did not know that and yep. they were just like you need we to can stop. teach you yeah how to
0: make sure that you sit, keep those wires in good shape mm-hmm. take good care of them yeah
1: yeah and yeah. It, I just noticed too that it gets really crowded in there because that's that was like the only shop within the metro area so it's like Everybody (laughs) and their mama is in there trying to get a bra, but they were super helpful. And I'm just glad that you have your shop in the city now because it's like accessible to a lot of people. Yes. Shops.
0: And we have a lot of color. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, when
0: you walk into the store, it's not super boring. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Come try it out.
1: Yeah. So you said you worked in a bra shop before, but did you have... A, would you say that you had like a really vast knowledge about bras or when you were doing your research were there some things that you just totally oh, did not know yeah
0: there's a ton of stuff and I, there's a ton of stuff i still don't know mm-hmm. and i still find out new things and i'm always looking and researching and i travel twice a year to different shows and, okay and they're always coming up with different things yeah which is which is wonderful um i was a chemist okay by education so i think that that natural um analytical mind gets in there and just has to rip it all apart and put it
1: back together right know? so what would you say was the most shocking thing that you learned about bras when you were in the process of opening your shops? oh well
0: i realize it every week is there's still not enough sizes yeah yeah that that's the thing that is um annoying mm-hmm. uh that there's still not enough sizes you know and it's it, it's not a garment that you're going to buy one of for the rest of your life right that's just not... I wish. You, you buy it, but you wear it every day. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, so we still need to keep pushing the industry for other sizes mm-hmm. and um, styles. So it, the thing about your body... And if we look at the the women around us mm-hmm. and start looking at, okay, the measurement from your shoulder to where your bra strap lies on the bottom is a different length for every person. Yeah. Right. So that's one of the things why the straps are adjustable. Okay. Now, some straps can only adjust for a few inches. Mm-hmm. But what if you really need that to be a lot shorter? Now they're starting to make straps that can be adjusted all the way through. Okay. Uh, But the engineering that goes into the bras will really, like, trip your noodle if you're into that.
1: Yeah. So Harper's Bazaar actually reported, I think it was last year, that 80% of women are wearing the wrong size bras. Oprah's been saying it for decades. You know. Well, she knows everything, so (laughs) that does not surprise me. But um, how are bra sizes determined, like, when you're going into a store, like, what makes something a 36 Triple D, or what makes me of whatever size I am. And right. then measurements. Yeah.
0: Measurements. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it gets more complicated than any other item that we wear, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to be measured underneath your breasts, parallel to the floor, in a tight fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you look at, let's say, a 36. That doesn't mean that when you put a measuring tape on it, just laying there, that it's 36 inches. Okay. Right. Um, but when you stretch them out mm-hmm. and then put them on someone, because it has to be tight to grip the body. If not, then your boobs would fall out underneath and why even have it on?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then it's going to fit someone that measures 34, 33 to 34 inches around. Okay. Because you have to have that couple of inches to actually hook it. Mm -hmm. The other thing that happened, and this is the confusing part about bras, back in the 50s and 60s, women wanted to report their measurements like Marilyn Monroe did, right? Um, James Mansfield, 36, 24, 36. Mm -hmm. Well, so that's one of the reasons why if you measure 29 inches around, you're going to be in a 32. Okay. (laughs) Because it makes you sound like you have larger breasts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That was just the way back then so that's unfortunately some companies have changed that some companies haven't so when you go to a bra fitter she's going to know how to read those measurements against the other companies or the bra styles Mm -hmm. i.e it's easier to go talk to someone who knows their stock yeah instead of just grabbing stuff and going into the dressing room by yourself Mm -hmm. all right so that's the band we've talked about band what in this world is a cup yeah The cup is the difference between the band measurement, Mm -hmm. the underneath your breast, and the largest part of the breast measurement. Okay. So an A is a one-inch difference between two breasts. Mm -hmm. A B is two. A C is three. A D is four. An E, also known in some conventions as a double D, Mm -hmm. is five. Keep on going down the alphabet, and we go to an O, and sometimes we even get a P cup.
1: Wow. Okay. And I
0: get some things made over in Europe specialty. Takes about 12 weeks to get it back, but... Mm -hmm. But if you have certain issues, I can help you get that made. So so now you've got a basis of knowledge to get started. Mm-hmm. Now you're just getting started. Right. Because then the cups and the different styles fit different shaped boobs. Mm-hmm. If we all look at the different boobs around us, they're shaped differently. Yeah. Some of us are shaped like ski slopes. Some of right. us are shaped very round. Some of us are um, – one big, one bigger than the other in a dramatic Hello, fashion. <laughs> Everybody's a little bit different because both of our eyes aren't the same. Right. Both of our nostrils aren't the same. But some people are more dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you have to also look at the density of the skin or the density of the tissue as okay. well as the um, tightness of the skin. Okay. Because that flesh is going to act different with different materials. Mm-hmm. So now you're talking styles. It gets complicated if you go to a professional that can measure you up, look at you and see how your breasts fall. Mm-hmm. Um, then we can go out into our stock, grab a few things, come back in and take what would have been a two hour trip for you that could have ended in frustration mm-hmm. into a 30 minute trip that will be done in a way that we will find something that will help you feel fantastic mm-hmm. and as comfortable as possible and maybe even some fun color and something really pretty.
1: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that because I had no idea about <laughs> all of that. It's like the band is like, okay, I can kind of understand that. But the density of your... Yeah.
0: The band is the easiest part. Yeah. And then there's all the different styles and, and the different factors that we look at. Mm-hmm. We look at the the um, how deep-rooted a person's breast is, which okay. means how far under the arm it goes. Um, and that's breast tissue. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a gland. It's tissue. It's real um, important to your body. Mm-hmm. And when you can bring that forward out from underneath your arm, it makes a big difference. Boop! I get really passionate about it, bras and boobs.
1: So. No, seriously. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, when I finally got one that fits me properly i was like oh my god (laughs) like what have i been doing for the past i think this was like two years ago when i got this bra so i'm 25 now so the past 23 years of my life whatever when i started wearing bras it's just like i was torturing myself and didn't even know it
0: and if it's not tight enough which some people they they get our bras on and they're like but that's so tight if i can still get four inches behind your bra Mm -hmm. band if i can get my fist behind there then it's doing its job if i can get more than that it may be too loose and if you're dealing with a heavier chest Mm -hmm. then the chest starts to fall if you think about put your hand on your back right Mm -hmm. if your bra strap were to go up a couple inches because it's too loose what Mm -hmm. happens in the front
1: the front goes down yeah okay
0: but if it's parallel now it's going to hold your breast there i think this one feels good
1: it didn't move that
0: gone. Cool. So, yeah. And, and how can you tell your friends or our listeners right now, mm-hmm. is my bra too big? Right. Or are my breasts not in the bra properly? Mm-hmm. Go down to your bra and whatever on your bottom, I don't even care. Go stand in front of a mirror. Mm-hmm. Stick your arms up over your head. Did your bra move? Okay. Did your bra gape underneath? Is there breast tissue moving under there mm-hmm. when you put your arms down? Is there a dramatic difference in the way it felt? Okay, your bra's not the right size.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do that with some of the other ones I have at home. I'll probably have to throw out all of them except the one and I. have And you on can now.
0: donate gently <laughs> used and clean bras to support the girls, which we is an organization that gets um, bras to women in financial need. Perfect. Yeah. Okay,
1: And they're all around the country, but we have a Detroit chapter. Okay, Awesome. So I'm going to start doing that, too, because I hate when I because I'm just like, what do I do with them? Like, do I give them to somebody? Do I like toss them? It's always like a weird thing. And then I end up just keeping them in my drawer for a very long time.
0: I mean, you can always donate them to different organizations that deal with clothing. Mm -hmm. But if you want to make sure that it goes to someone who's actually getting um, a bra Specifically, support the girls is a fantastic organization, and a lot of times they'll ask people to come and help them get to help them fit for females.
1: Okay, yeah, cool. So we're going to go into some of our listener questions. Um, so the first one I have is from Erica Plakowski from Instagram. She says, "What are some good workout bras?" And two, do strapless bras work for women with D cups and above?
0: Okay, D cups and above, yes, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. We have strapless bras that go all the way to a double J. Um, so sure. You just have to have it fit properly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And again, you need to go to a place that has lots of different styles of bras because different companies have different forms that fit different bodies so yes strapless bras are awesome there's also other items that you can use if you have specialty dresses or okay. the tops booby tape is one of them mm-hmm. at bra- uh, brassy bra is another one which is also water resistant so you can use it with your bathing suit oh nice yeah so you can look into all those things online and we sell a lot of it uh, in store okay um the other question was sports bras sports bras there's so many different styles. It depends on your sizing. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got bras for larger cups it, with Energize, um, which is an Alomi company mm-hmm. or an Alomi brand. I like Alomi. I too. They're great. And um, we have a lot of people who wear that as an everyday bra too because mm-hmm. it's moisture wicking. So if you have a job that's very st- strenuous, yeah, nurses. We have a lot of nurses who wear uh, the Energize bra. Um, there's also Panache, which mm-hmm. is a we call it booby armor. Okay. We have some equestrians who come in and get that particular wow. bra. Yeah. And it goes up to an H cup. Okay. And it's a European H cup, which is a different different from other H cups. Mm-hmm. Again, come in and get fitted. Yeah. Getting something like that online is scary. Once you get a fitting, if you want to go online and buy stuff, we can always sell it to you online, but you can get things from from other companies. Mm-hmm. As long as you know, like I am a 36H in the Energized Bra from mm-hmm. Alomi. Then you can buy that same bra with good with good confidence. That it's okay. going to come in the same.
1: Yeah, my sports bra is either by Alomi or Panache. I can't remember, um, but it's awesome. Like <laughs> the stuff that I have to do, like at the gym, and then looking at how my boobs just don't move, I'm like, wow, I need to get another one of these. So yeah. <clears throat> um, hi, Kyra from Instagram says, "How often can you wear one bra before washing it, and what's a good number of bras to own?"
0: Okay. How often do you do you wash your bra? I get that a lot. It depends on how much you sweat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, we all sweat and get things dirty at a different rate. I wear mine two to three times, and then I hand wash and air dry. Did you hear that? Yeah. Hand wash, air dry. <sighs> I'm bad at that. <laughs> Gentle cycle is still a cycle in a machine. Okay. Even if the bra is in a garment bag, those Yikes. wires are being moved in a way that is not intentional you for are reading product. me right
1: now
0: <laughs> listen i sold a very expensive bra to a lady the other day and she's like can it go in a garment bag and she said that the look on my face was one of horror <laughs>
1: I'm
0: like well i mean i can't tell you what to do with your your own property but
1: no <laughs> right
0: oh my gosh it takes five minutes yeah five minutes and then they usually smell great, mm-hmm. and then they feel better. Okay. Don't dry them. You'll break all the elastics. Yes. If you spent 60 to $200 on a bra, why in this world would you break it on purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so there was the answer. <laughs> so it was, uh, how often do you wear them, and how many should you have? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, how many should you have? I say five okay. at a time, and you need to... Depending on the weight of your breasts and how, how rough you are on them, just like shoes, mm-hmm. you, you will have to rebuy them. Yeah. Um, and you will wear them down at your own rate. Um, so we say wear one, have one washed, and have one resting in okay. a drawer. Those are your everyday bras. Right. Um, you need at least three of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're a lingerie addict. We love those. <laughs> um then you'll have a lot more. A lot of people have different colors for any outfit. Yeah. Some people like to show their bras. Mm-hmm. Some people like to you know, use them as their lingerie, whatever. Right. Three bras would be the minimum I would have for okay. everyday bras. And then a sports bra. Mm-hmm. And then a um, specialty bra. So something that's convertible down to strapless. Okay.
1: Cool. I have two everyday and one sports bra. So we're going to work on the other ones.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're just going to break them down faster. Yeah. So if you want to go in and, and, and get five um, over a couple of months and then you can wait longer mm-hmm. to, to go spend that kind of money, you can also ask people for gift certificates.
1: Right. That's you know, true. hey,
0: Good. I don't need you to buy my underwear for me. But if you could give me a gift certificate to a lingerie store so that I make sure I use it mm-hmm. on that instead of groceries. It'd be right. Great.
1: Or clothes. or Yeah. Things that I don't need Make people
0: graduating and going to college, they're gonna need bras. Right. And they're not gonna have time to go get it. And they're not yeah. gonna have the bandwidth in their head to go get it. Mm-hmm. And we want them feeling comfortable, you know, and feeling confident right. in their new venture. That's give true. them give them whatever give them bra shop gift card you want, but get them something. Mm-hmm. Don't take them bra shopping and expect to go look and see what they're
1: buying. It's none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> Live, love, live, live from Instagram wants to know, for breast health, is it okay to not wear a bra?
0: i That's really not my place to answer. Okay. You know, breast health is not my, um, I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to give that kind of advice. And I don't know how heavy your breasts are. Mm-hmm. So for your back, if you have uh, breasts that are over an E cup, most of my clients want to have on a bra because their neck and back hurts. Yeah. Um, and then the the skin will um, start to stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's holding it up. There's only one tendon that's holding up your your uh, your your breast mm-hmm. and a ligament. There's only one ligament that's holding up your breast. It's called the Cooper ligament. And once that pops, there's nobody that's going to fix it. Okay, that's so it's, then it's always down. Mm-hmm. So you know you you're going to have to make up that mind. You're, this is your body. You don't want to want to wear a bra. Don't wear a bra.
1: I do want to go back to the washing question. Yeah. So when you're hand washing, is there a certain type of detergent or soap that you should use? Well, we're
0: all going to give you, a, you know, our own idea on the soap that we think is awesome. Forever New has been around forever. Mm-hmm. I've used it for 30 of them odd year. <laughs> um, and it's, it, I use it for everything. It cleans my jewelry. It cleans my uh, all my fine washables, uh, my blue jeans. I use that to keep the dye in when i want them to stay dark Mm -hmm. Uh, forever new is one of my favorites soak is another one that's new that's come out and uh, it's delightful and you don't have to rinse it out because it has fabric softeners natural fabric softeners in it so come in and check out the products that that your local bra shop has Mm -hmm. and um most of the time they'll have a sample
1: for you to try it out Mm -hmm. cool And then our last listener question comes from Jess Sess on Instagram. She says, what is the proper way to put on a bra?
0: The proper way to put on a bra is to hook it in the back while you've got it facing its proper direction on the front of your body, not flipping. When you flip it, think about it. When you flip, you're putting pressure in the bottom of the wire, which Mm -hmm. means it's going to start pushing out on the sides. So you're going to, wires will come out. Mm -hmm. Right, You're going to increase the likelihood of your wire popping out the side or in the middle of Gore. This is called the Gore, the piece that's in the middle that sits up against your sternum. So that's the two exit spots for the wire. So if you put it on your your arms, you reach behind and you hook it, Mm -hmm. that's the best way to do it. And then you hold on to the bottom of the bra Mm
1: -hmm.
0: on one side, reach in with the other hand, grab your breast and move it forward. I call that anchor and sweep. You mm-hmm. anchor the bra down so it doesn't move when you move your breasts. You reach in, you sweep your breast tissue into the cup,
1: and you let it go. Now, what about, because this is what I was just told recently. If you like, you're not flipping, so I have it, I have the cup facing upward, and I hook it in the front, and then I turn it. Is that bad too?
0: It's not horrible. It's not as bad as flipping. And okay. if you have to do it that way, fine. Mm-hmm. But if your shoulders work. Mm hmm. <laughs> You can do it, and our our minds are mm-hmm. amazing tools. Yeah, we can make our fingers feel things, um, and make things they do things easier when we do them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be able to if you if you you can put your hands back there. I saw you do it, mm-hmm. and then you can unhook it. Right? You know yeah. how to unhook it like that? Yes. You can hook it back. Okay, like that. Okay. So again, if you want it to last longer, mm-hmm.
1: that's the best way to put it on. Okay. Yeah coming with some new tools for me today. I'm going to start practicing some new things. <laughs> um, so what are your hopes for your businesses and other women entrepreneurs in the city?
0: Well, do you mean, I do I hope that more women open up businesses
1: in the city? Just anything. Any- Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always fun to see other women in the city just opening anything. It could be like a sock shop and I'll be like,
0: you go girl. Well, pink poodle breath, uh, pink, Poodle Dress Lounge just mm-hmm. opened down the street from us. And yep. that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Have you seen
1: it? I didn't get to go. Um, I work for the city. So my coworker got to go to the opening. I think I was out that day or had another event to go to. But I was like, it looks so cute and pink in
0: here. Her dresses for Derby look so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I mean, I love being able to sit down with women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and talk about women in life and business and balance and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, guys are great, too. Right. But I go to them for a lot different support. Yeah. Than, and that's just my own my own choice. I, I, I'll i be 50 in a few months. Mm-hmm. And so at this point in my life, I do like to commiserate with a company of women yeah. um, to talk about our life and, and things to get through the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So I hope that we get more and more women coming in. We need shoe stores.
1: Yes. Hello. I was just thinking about, well, one, just to buy regular shoes, but also a lot of my shoes that I've had for a while, the heel you know, starts to kind of like wear down. I'm like, I don't want to get rid of these. So. No, you can
0: get those repaired. Yeah. There's a place on Livernoy that's phenomenal. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll get you the name for that company. It's Thank fi- you. It's uh, Five Sisters who own it. Oh, nice. Five sisters. Five.
1: five.
0: They're yeah. wonderful.
1: Okay. Yeah, they fix
0: everything. My husband takes all his shoes. I take my high heels. You mm-hmm. can get new heels put on. Okay, but, awesome. Yeah, make them last longer.
1: Yeah, because I'm just like, I can't, like I have these little... Um, black heels that I wear like almost every day. And I was looking at them the other day and I was like, I can't throw these away.
0: My son will remember the name. It's House of mm, something. They've been around for decades okay. over on Livernois, uh, right near the – well, right at the tail end of the Avenue of Fashion. Okay.
1: Perfect. Yeah. So I'm going to check that out.
0: Yeah. So they're they're pretty wonderful. And for our business, I'm just hoping – I'm hoping to open up more businesses in other Areas that are in need mm-hmm. um, and employ more women, yay,
1: so all women work at your shop now
0: uh, currently, yeah we okay. have had um we we have had other sexes other genders mm-hmm. uh, work in the store uh, we've had people from the LGBTq community mm-hmm. uh, who have worked in the store uh, we have had men who have worked for the company, but mm-hmm. Not in the store specifically. They might come in and do a few things, but Mm -hmm. um, they do work for the company. Mainly we have women working in the company, Mm -hmm. um, and that's simply because that's what's required for the job to be able to work with other women Mm
1: -hmm. um, in an intimate setting. Yeah. Good job requirement to have. Well, thank you. Very important. Um, So what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit?
0: Um, I I think it just... What does it mean for me to be a damsel? In I mean, I live most of my life in the city and and do most of my time in the city. Uh, Woodward is Woodward is my highway, um, and you know when you said the word damsel, and I'm not in distress. I'm in Detroit, right? I think yeah. When you said, I was like, damsel in Detroit changes the whole yeah. Way of thinking about it. So I love being a, a, a lady and part of the community here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mainly women in Detroit. Mm-hmm. It's like 53% the last sur- in the last survey. Yeah. Yeah. That we are it's mainly women. So one of the things that I do say to people is 53% of the population is women, which means we have more boobs than people. <laughs> and we need bras. And we need bras.
1: Yeah. So what are the store hours for Busted? So if people want to come in, um, when can they, when would be a good time for them to drop in?
0: Jefferson Chalmers is the flag flagship store mm-hmm. um and it is monday through friday 10 to 6 okay saturday 11 to 6 and sunday 1 to 5 so those are our seven days there cadillac place today is monday through friday 10 10 to 5 mm-hmm. that's when the building is open okay on the, on the doors uh the doors that you can get in uh open to the public
1: and then do appointments need to be made to come in no Okay.
0: No, we are a first come, first serve basis because I, I realized shopping in other stores that when you make an appointment, um, you're having to wait for other people. Yeah. And then people walk in and it's it's very confusing mm-hmm. and, I, and I've seen that people get a little bit annoyed, so it is a first come, first serve. But the caveat to that is we have after hour parties. Oh where you and your friends mm-hmm. come in. We want eight to eight to fifteen people mm-hmm. over in the Jefferson Chalmers store because we're not allowed to do it in Cadillac Place right okay. now because of security. Um, and then it's your store for two hours. Okay. And we we staff according to how many friends are coming in, and we put out snacks and uh, beverages, adult beverages if that's what you like. Yes, please. And um, you come in for two hours there from like six to eight, and people will. Hi, can we come in? You're open. We're not open. Right. This is a private this event. This is a private party. This is a private event. And then you <laughs> you and your friends, it's really a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. I'm actually, now that you say that, I'm like, who wants to do this? Because, seriously. Yeah. Let's talk about this. I'm so, yes, I'm sold. Let's do it.
0: Let's have a damsel <laughs> <tangle> in Detroit <laughs> bra party. Yes, oh my God.
1: I'm gonna cry. That's so cute. You yes, could let's... even do
0: a Facebook live event from there and um, and interview some of your friends.
1: I love it. Okay, let's try to do that over the summer or like next month, maybe. Sure. Okay, we're down. Okay, we're in. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> and how can people connect with you um, on social or on the web? So
0: many ways, mm-hmm. and it all goes into my inbox, which is kind of nuts. Um, we have a website Mm bustedbrashop.com that is being revamped right now by a company called milo oh i've heard of milo milo is wonderful Mm -hmm. yeah and uh they're all tech town facebook Mm -hmm. we have busted bra shop busted in detroit Mm -hmm. and busted in chicago depending on where you are twitter pretty much the same instagram pretty much the same Mm -hmm. and uh is there another one?
1: Am I forgetting one? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Eh.
0: Yeah,
1: eh. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, but Me I'm too.
0: really really on.
1: I I'm not it. looking for a job. Right, I've got a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I use it sometimes, but some people use it like they use Facebook. Like they're like, "Here's yeah. an update," and I'm like, "Wow, you guys are like really into this." I'm not there yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, Twitter is the one that I have started kind of taking over mm-hmm. uh, personally, but any of the messages go. Directly to me from Facebook.
1: Okay. Um,
0: if you're an- asking a question underneath a post, sometimes I'm the one that answers, mm-hmm. but uh, we try to get a fitter to answer most of the questions. Okay. Um, but we don't have someone that's just sitting on the computer 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah. I've actually gotten questions at one o'clock in the morning, which I have answered. Yeah. But I'm a mom. And mm-hmm. like I said, did I say 50? Yeah. Almost 50. Almost. I do go to sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do social media for work. So I understand people, it, they don't care if they want to go, if they need something answered, it'll be three forty five in the morning and they'll be like, Hey, so about these potholes. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> i'm sorry i
0: will answer it absolutely <laughs> as quickly as i can
1: yeah. yeah
0: or they'll ask when sometimes i get really important questions when i'm driving mm-hmm. like oh dude i, I can't know. answer that
1: yeah then sometimes because we get so many like i said i work for the city like we get so many concerns in facebook and instagram posts and i'll like respond and then i'll forget because i'm like answering another one and then i'll be like the next day somebody will be like well you never responded and I can't stand And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Like, it's just me answering these questions. Like, just
0: one it's person. Just it's a real human, yeah. not a computer. <laughs> uh, so one question for you. Mm-hmm. Were you able to see any of the posts or, or videos of our ribbon cutting at Jefferson Chalmers? Yes.
1: Jessica Caremore. I was so mad that I was not able to come. Did you see her? Yeah.
0: Oh, she's so, she's so awesome. Mm -hmm. She is a beautiful, beautiful person. Um, I would, I would think that you should have her Mm -hmm. with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good
0: suggestion. She's, she's just a delight. Yeah. And so creative. Mm -hmm. And she's a mom and she's a badass. Mm -hmm. And she's so, she's just, she lifts women up. Yep. And she lifts up this city.
1: Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, some of my coworkers did like a photography project um, and they featured her. And and she's so gorgeous. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is really good. Cool. She just has that like vibe, you know, like mm-hmm. you're just cool. And Sabrina
0: Nelson, an artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'm always like taking suggestions anytime. I'm like, who do you guys want to hear from? Like, you know, tell me because I don't want to just make it all about stuff that I'm interested in. Like, I want to hear from everybody. So there you go. Well, thank you so much for thank coming.
0: You. Watch our social media. Mm-hmm. We do have. Um, we're trying to get the city to push through a permission to get that pink wall painted okay. by a local artist mm-hmm. that I will not name. Okay, but he's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> he's Fingers one of my crossed. Favorite.
0: And, uh, we'll have a big reveal. It's already designed. It's, it's, it's ready to go. We just have to get our, our permission from the city.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, as always, you guys, I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better and we will be back next week.